Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. That's the second time it's gone off. They never go home, they never go home, they never go home, those, those, those boys. And I said, I want to win the league, but I want to win it better. You can understand that, can't you? Yes. Good luck. So he's almost like having a second captain in the team. <laughs> second captain, first captain, whatever. I knew it. I just knew it. They were so pleased with themselves after that last-minute Ireland semi-final win. Just so delighted with how the world was looking to them after the Ireland final win over Galway. Kerry just had to go and ruin it for everyone, didn't they? The look of, well, some would call it happiness, others would call it smug self-satisfaction on the face of Jack O'Connor, the we've-got-the-world-at-our-feet idealism of Shawnee Shea and David Clifford. David Clifford! This was just about all Paul Mannion and Jack McCaffrey could take. And so, stung into action by the behaviour of our ever-confident Southern country cousins, the whole nation now has to suffer because Paul Mannion and Jack McCaffrey are back on the Dublin Senior Football Panel 11 years to the day since Clucko's point against Kerry got the whole jamboree up and running. Hello and welcome to the Second Captain's Podcast. Hello there, Ken. Hello, Kieran. You look happy. What does it look like? A turtle, is it? <laughs> I'm delighted. It's great to have them back in the game, back in the sport. Uh, no doubt you've watched the announced M&M video that Dublin GA released last night, Ken. You remember the video that okay. Everton released revealing the Frank Lampard, that Frank Lampard was their new manager? Yeah, you yeah. And that was to Lampard sort of you know, just little intimate shots of different parts of his anatomy. Yeah, where he's rolling up his shirt sleeves or sort of adjusting his, you know... Just buttoning and unbuttoning his shirt. Yeah, they used to do a question of sport, you know, guess the sportsman, and they'd show, yeah. like, you'd get, catch a glimpse of some jodhpurs or whatever. And then uh, and then they'd show the face and they would smile in yeah. just the way Frank Lampard. Yeah. yeah. Did Dublin do this? Uh, no. No, okay. No, they didn't. They made you listen to Desi Farrell drone on for 90 seconds first before slipping it in under the radar. Uh, very interesting, the progress that some of our players have made. Um, the likes of Shane Clayton, Ross McGarry today, Ben Millis, young Ben Millis from Ballantyre, uh, played very well today as well. And uh, good news is we'll have uh, Jack McCaffrey and Paul Mannion rejoin the squad next year as well. So um, that'll be... Uh, 
great help to us in terms of the development and uh, continuous evolution of the team, the squad. And of course, we're, we're hoping before the championship ends that we'll have a sprinkling of one or two other new players to bring in. And uh, we look forward to the season I, ahead. Then. I mean, you know, good, mm. fine. I think I know what that means. I played very well today as well. And, uh, Jack McCaffrey, Paul Mannion. Jack McCaffrey and Paul Mannion join the squad next year as well. Paul Mannion. Um, that would be a great help to us. Jack McCaffrey, Paul Mannion. Mannion. Desi just arranging his AIG cap on his head. <laughs> eight or nine times in yeah. a row. Well, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's maybe how some of the other 31 counties would have treated it. Mm. You know, because it would have been a it would have been a really big day for those candies, but for Dublin, it was Sunday. <laughs> so, yeah. So we've got. Well, we've, you're not excited by the return of two of probably the ten best footballers in Ireland oh, simultaneously I'm, on the one day in one fell swoop on Dubs TV with Desi Farrell. I'm excited. I'm just not going to indulge in the sort of cheap displays of emotion that we saw from the Kerry players. Um, mm. at, at Croke Park on that uh, that Fall famous that, day when it away, didn't you? A few of us have been filed away in a few, <laughs> few top pockets. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a minute, but consider this your usual Monday afternoon reminder that to hear all our shows ad-free and without interruption, you'll have to join the Second Captain's World Service for five euro a month. Go to secondcaptains.com and we'll see you right from there. Okay, Ken, this uh, news about uh, Jack and Mannion returning has put a smile on your face, I'm sure, after you spent a sombre morning watching the Queen's funeral. As a televisual event, Ken, how would you sum it up? One paced. Mm. And that pace, pretty slow, I'd say. It was full of uh, pomp and, mm. and circumstance. Circumstance. Always, it is, they do say circumstances. I don't really understand yeah. why. I could say, uh, apparently RTE were covering it as well. Uh, German state television were broadcasting it from 9am till 5pm as well, apparently. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously they don't have maybe some of the same, well, we shouldn't be showing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of Ortiz's audience does love both funerals and the Queen. <laughs> so it, it does uh, hit the sweet spot they, for a they, lot of... Yeah, they gave her a hell of a send-off now, to be fair. It has been, it has gone on for, for quite a long time. mm I almost can't remember a time when the Queen wasn't lying in state. <laughs> it was, I think, a fitting... What did you make of Bex over the weekend? Well, he's a master. Mm. He is a master. You know? Well, <laughs> he's, he's, he's actually the, the exact opposite of a master. He's a servant. A servant of the Queen. Well... That's what he showed over the weekend. I was, I was saying, it, it almost brings tears to the eye to see such quality. Difficult you know? for the nations, difficult for everyone around the world. <sighs> the whole Qatar thing hadn't gone down that well. Well, you know, look, he's back on top. Well, he's uh, redeemed, and you know, in in contrast to the likes of you know your Schofields, your Willoughby's, who apparently didn't even you know cut in line. Did they not? No, no, no. Oh, I see. A lie see, goes again, around the world see, a thousand times where the truth has got its boots yeah. on. No, Philip Schofield didn't, didn't bust into any lie. I mean, can you imagine what would have happened if he did? No. A lot of tut-tutting. No, well, I think it would have been a bit worse than that. Um, now, he uh, he had press accreditation or something. He was, he was there as part of his duties for employer ITV. And uh, they actually put out a statement sort of debunking this whole... Mm. Uh, feeding frenzy that had developed around him. Listen, I know what I saw. And I saw David Beckham standing in the rain <laughs> in an unbelievable suit for 
18 hours. Why, why did, yeah, he, he joined the queue at like 2 a.m. or something. Why would you do that? Was it an impulse, an impulse decision? I don't know. Well, maybe 2 a.m. is the best time to go. I would have said the best time to go was 8 a.m. I mean, you know, it's, it takes the same amount of time. <laughs> you don't have to stay up all night in the queue. But yeah, it is, it is important at times like this for everybody to, uh, to know their place. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's a beautiful summer's day. The breeze is... Stupendous. 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 Would this podcast be even more stupendous without ads? Without ads? Ads. If so, then join us for daily commercial-free shows at secondcaptains.com for just five euro a month. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not bumping them up. I'm not Irish. I'm just saying my observations, they are amazing. Stupendous. All right, Paul Mannion and Jack McCaffrey are back in the Dublin Senior Football Team, announced yesterday by Desi Farrell, and welcomed everywhere, particularly, I'm sure, in Kerry. And I'm delighted to say that we're joined by four-time Kerry All-Ireland winner, Sean O'Sullivan. Sean, how's it going? I'm good, Kieran. Yeah, good. Thanks for having me. Uh, so I'm sure this news has gone down like a bomb in Kerry over the last 24 hours. It's great news, isn't it? Fantastic. Great to see the two lads back. Um, <laughs> no, look... Uh, from a neutral's point of view. No, look, from everybody's point of view, Kiran. Um, look, we want to see the best players in the country playing playing our, our, our game. And, um, you know, Paul Mannion and Jack McCaffrey decided, uh, you know, at, the, at this stage of their careers, for whatever reasons it may be, that they wanted to step away from the inter-county scene for a while. I know, I know um, Jack McCaffrey... You know, uh, went into detail about you know maybe he wasn't quite enjoying the the the, the whole thing um, and just wanted to step away from it. Paul Mannion, I suppose, you know, again wanted to go and I know he went off to America for the summer and 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 wanted to experience different things. So, you know, to be able to do that and uh, and step away and 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 go away and, and and play with their clubs and just see the other side of, of life, I suppose. They're young men and, um, you know, they wanted to take the opportunity to, to step away from the inter-county scene and 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 now they're revitalised and, and maybe have that little bit of hunger back for it and, and are able to give the commitment again. And and, uh, and I'm sure it was music to Desi Farrell's ears when when he spoke to the two lads and uh, and they wanted to come back into the Dublin setup. So it's a huge, huge addition for, uh, for Dublin and for Desi. Um, and of course, the rest of us now are, are quaking in our boots uh, when we see these these two fantastic footballers back in the fold. But look, they're two of the best players to ever 
lace a pair of boots, uh, Kieran, and um, you know it'll be great to see them back out there playing the game that they love. And uh, for the rest of us, we're going to have to try and come up with some some plan to to curb their influence, I suppose, uh, in in 2023. Yeah, it it does. It feels like a genuinely seismic moment in the next two, three or four years of Gaelic football, doesn't it? That's how good these guys are. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a game changer. And you see, like the thing about it is, we all we all look at this from a footballing perspective and uh, what they're going to bring to the table in terms of their skills. And 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 you know, Mannion is just one of the best forwards to ever play the game. Um, Jack McCaffrey, you know, you know, I was just watching the clip back of his goal against us in the All Ireland final there a few years ago, where he took off like an absolute bullet, and just you know drove past everybody and 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 buried it into the back of the net. So that speaks for itself what they're bringing from a football perspective, but what they are bringing to the Dublin dressing room, Kieran, in terms of, and I think Desi Farrell touched on this in his interview, what they're bringing in terms of uh, experience and know-how and having the medals in their back pocket. And it's a, it, you know, when, when players like that left the Dublin dressing room for whatever reasons, um, you know, that was a huge, huge blow to the whole Dublin setup. Um, and having even that back in, in the Dublin dressing room is going to be a huge addition for, for Desi Farrell and his management team and, and all the players in, in, in that setup. It's just a huge, huge, um, a huge, huge uh, addition again to their, to their whole squad and, and, and their whole panel. So uh, let's get down to brass tacks here, Sean. This does demean Kerry's All-Ireland win this year, doesn't it? I mean, everyone's looking at that semi-final win now saying Dublin were missing Con, uh, Jack McCaffrey, Paul Mannion, three of their five best players. Does it even count anymore? Let's face it. <laughs> it certainly counts, Kieran. We were, we we're not gonna we're not gonna turn down those those type of victories. Um, look, I mean, at the end of the day, did did we play a Dublin team who were down? Look, I suppose everyone knew they were going to be down. Paul and Jack McCaffrey. I mean, they were gone with with a while. Um, Pan O'Callaghan obviously had his injury problems throughout the season, so he was obviously a huge a huge um, loss to Dublin. And if he was on the field. Would we have crossed? Would we have got over the line with a one-point win? Who knows? Um, it is kind of interesting, though, isn't it? Though, like the like the idea that Kerry's motivation now it will be in large part to be like, okay, we thought we'd kind of put down Dublin, but you know, the this this kind of it kind of uh, it tilts the balance a little bit again in the rivalry. Uh, I mean, Kerry still went and won the game, of course, so that that's in the record books, as you're as you're quite right to point out, but. This idea that you know it carries, it's now time for Kerry to go on and dominate like Dublin have dominated. Uh, that's how good these two guys are. That 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 argument is kind of back up in the air again. Oh yeah, but look, Kieran, I I think this this rhetoric going around that's because Kerry won the All Ireland this year that they were going to go on and dominate. I, I I don't think anyone down here, certainly from people that I've speaking to, and after even Kerry beating Galway, they never bought into that. It's a in the modern game, the the way the way intercounty teams are now, I I don't think you will get a run of all Ireland's the way Dublin did, uh, you know, in the in the last decade. I I can't see it happening. And absolutely, the two lads coming back into the Dublin fold completely shifts the 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 um the conversation over to Dublin again. And look, who knows down the line, Kerry and Dublin potentially could meet in an Ireland final. I think again, is it next year, uh, the way it's working out? So I suppose that conversation is for another day, but does it certainly stack um, the odds back in Dublin's favour, having these two type of guys back in the fold? Without a doubt, absolutely. And look, if Kerry were to go in and face them next year with those guys available, Conor Callan back in the fold, 
and 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 with with some new blood as well into that Dublin team that Desi Farrell mentioned in his interview there yesterday evening. Of course, it's 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 a whole new ball game, but. Uh, we're not going away either. We've uh, we we we're we're quietly going about our business down here as well. And uh, you know we're a year older. We're a year more experienced in terms of getting over the line for this Kerry team. That was a huge thing. I know they beat Dublin without those aforementioned players, but also getting over the line to win in All Ireland. What I've found kind of interesting about Mannion and McCaffrey's approach to intercounty football, or not just kind of over the last couple of years, but they've both taken off, uh, taken years off before as well, is that mm. they're intercounty players that have kind of decided at the end of each year whether they want to do it the following year. And there's kind of a freedom to that, which I think a lot of intercounty players might even be envious of in ways. This idea that it doesn't have to be a lifelong commitment, it doesn't have to be 15 years out of your life. It's do I feel like it's the right thing for, for me to do this year and next year and just make a decision that way? And in ways, it's, it's kind of a refreshing attitude to see with uh, inter-county Gaelic footballers, even, even players as successful and as talented as Mannion and McCaffrey, to just be, I'll just judge this on, on its merits. And if I don't want to do it, I'm just not going to do it. It is. It's, it, it is. And I agree with you. It is a refreshing approach. Um, I, I, I think, um, <laughs> you know, you need to have a fairly... Um, you know, a fairly broad outlook on it to be able to do that. You know what I mean, and and to be able to say to themselves, right, well, look, I, I've had, a, you know, I've 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 put in the commitment there for the last two years, but you know, I, I just need to go now and and do something else and and maybe come back to it. And listen, you need to have, uh, I suppose, an understanding manager as well to be able to do that. Um, and I suppose the fact as well, Kieran, look, that they were so successful and they know that they're in a really successful county that, you know, they can go maybe try other things, see, see different parts of the world. They're still young, as I said earlier on, and come back into a, 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 um, a panel or a, or a team that are, you know, going to be at the top table football, um, you know, in the championship, you know, uh, they're going to be at the latter stages. So, yeah, it is refreshing. Now, how do other players in the panel look at that? You know, fellas that maybe might plug away for four, five, six years in a row and the lads are dipping in and out of the panel. That's only a question that could be answered by those guys. Um, but if Desi Farrell or whoever it may be can keep players like that happy, like, you know, you see Jamie Clark above an Armagh going off playing a bit of soccer, will he come back into an Armagh fold? What way does Kieran McGinney deal with that? You know, it's a similar type of thing. But if a manager can get players of that ilk back into their setup without causing too much distraction and too much division in the dressing room, then I'm all for it because at the end of the day, that's, you know, a talent like that has to be fitted in somewhere if you're going to, uh, to, to win the top prize. And when Jack McCaffrey and Paul Mannion made it known to Desi Farrell that they wanted to come back in, I'm sure he 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 welcomed them with open arms and he'll deal with whatever he has to deal with after that. Yeah, and in maybe in a weird kind of way, you can only do it if you're as talented as as Mannion and McCaffrey, rather than the other way around. That idea that you can, you know, the, that uh, that the place will still be there for you. Maybe maybe that's something that intercounty players, in their defence, not not all intercounty players have that. You know, the the, exactly. the space will be reserved for you. That's a great point. I mean, if David Clifford and Shawnee Shea tomorrow morning rang Jack O'Connor and said, Jack, look, we're going away for a year. We want to travel. We want to do this. We want to do that. But we'll be back next year. I'm sure, you know, Jack O'Connor would be uh, would, would have no problem with them welcoming them back into a panel after a year's uh, hiatus, without a doubt, because they're just they have that talent. And you're right. That's that's not a luxury afforded to everybody.
Mm. Everyone in Division 2 is going to be delighted with this anyway. <laughs> I was only thinking of that today. It's like it's not even that, the, that we think about Kerry or think about Galway or Mayo or the other like top teams out there. They're going to have to handle these ads. It's actually the teams in Division 2 that are going to bear the brunt of it early on in 2023 anyway. Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly... I, I, I was looking down to the division last night and I thought to myself... Uh, I, thought I saw a very funny tweet. I think it might have been Kieran Cunningham or somebody tweeted that uh, Dublin should get out of Division 2 anyway at this stage. But um, yeah, it is. It's, it's look. But look, isn't that again what we want? I mean, look, you, 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 we all talk about our league format, Kieran being being the, the a brilliant format and so competitive. And sure, look, you know, you want, you know, look, just to take, for instance, Cork and Dublin in Division 2 next year and, you you know, you're below in Parky Rin or above in uh, Parky, uh, sorry, uh, Croke Park and you're watching these guys take each other on in Division 2 of the National League. Sure, that's what you want. And and uh, to have, as I said at the start of the call, those the players of that ilk back in back in playing the game. Sure, I mean, that's why we that's why we turn on our TVs. That's why we go into stadiums in Killarney and Galway and Dublin and Cork, wherever. We want to see the best players playing. And, you know, Paul Mannion and, and, and Jack McCaffrey, even though they're going to bring fear to the rest of the teams in the country, including the teams in Division 2, um, we want to see them playing and uh, and let's see how, how the rest of the country deal with it. Now, what I would say on the flip side of that is, look, I know they've been playing competitive football and and, and the Dublin Championship is quite competitive and they've both been going well, although I think, man, you might have picked up an injury at the weekend. doesn't look too serious, but he should be okay. But, you know, when you've been out of the, the, the real rigours of inter-county training, you know, which gets tougher and tougher with each year, Desi and his management team are going to have to maybe ease these guys back in um, and just be careful that, you know, they'll have to manage their load a bit at the start, even though I'm, I'm sure the two guys have kept themselves in impeccable shape. But it is a step up from club to, to, to county. Um, so they just got to be careful in the early stages of their return. But I'm sure that the Dublin management team and Desi have that, you know, box ticked off already that, um, that they'll be keeping an eye on that. So look, you know, we 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 don't uh, we don't wish injuries on anyone, of course, but uh, they'll just have to be careful when they get back into the the real, you know, intensity of, of the inter county setup. But I'm sure they'll handle it. Um, they'll handle it, no problem. Great stuff, Sean. Thanks for for your time today. No problem, Kieran. Thanks for having me.
Okay, Cam, it's time we turned our attention to the mailbag. I've got a call here that says you're the most boring, predictable, condescending interviewer around. Go back to lecturing. You have the charisma of a sick bag. Oh, God. That's just it. I just Whoa. mentioned that you, not me. Okay, ain't nobody fucking with my click. Click, 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 click. Ain't nobody fresher than my mom. We don't normally click, broadcast all click, the, the stuff that click, comes from scum click, around the country. Click. Listener John Cronin was very much taken by the US Open last week. He writes, There was a real emergence of generation-defining players on both the men's and women's sides. In terms of Carlos Alcaraz, I think we can almost say he has now taken over from the big three, but I do have a concern for him in terms of how he will be perceived in the mid to long term. I would make the analogy with The Godfather Part 3. In and of itself... Godfather Part 3 was not a bad movie. The problem was, in comparison to the first two films, which were masterpieces that people people had loaded for years, it just wasn't as well regarded. In particular, what the audience did not buy was Andy Garcia's character. In a documentary of the making of the Godfather movies, Francis Ford Coppola spoke about how he wanted Andy Garcia's character, the new Godfather, to have the outstanding attributes of each of the brothers from the previous generation i.e. he would have Sonny's violent, aggressive, on-the-edge exciting streak, he would have Michael's detached political cunning and intelligence, and he would also have Fredo's softer, gentler side with a little twinkle in his eye. The problem is, no one person has all these attributes, and so audience didn't buy the character and weren't rooting for him. They didn't find any way they could empathise or relate to him. It's no exaggeration to say that Alcaraz has a combination of all the great attributes of the big three. Novak's stamina and ability to get to balls and stay in points. The ferocity of Nadal's ground strokes and Rogers, <laughs> Rogers, shot-making guy, a genius. So although it is great to watch him play, I feel this guy is going to win so much that it won't be long until audiences are hoping to see someone else emerge who can beat him. And it'll soon be, where's the next generation again? Anyway, all the best, John. Well. It's interesting about the Godfather Part 3. I can't... I mean, I don't remember anything about the movie. I watched The Godfather Part 3 not that long ago, Ken. Really? And I'm here to report that the first 45 minutes of that movie are deeply silly and terrible. It, uh, the thing that I, I remember about it is that um, Michael Corleone has diabetes. Yes. As Al Pacino does. Does in he? In real life. Oh, right. Al Pacino. I was going to say, was it a realistic depiction of diabetes? Is orange juice, in fact, that all-powerful in the face of diabetic attacks? Well, it, I mean, it depends what type of diabetic attack, but yes, orange juice does contain a lot of sugar, so, you know, it will often help you out. Mm. Although, I, I think he has some kind of a fit, you know, it's, I'm not, yes. sh- I'm not sure uh, orange juice would have covered it in that, I'm not exactly sure what they were trying to portray, mm. to be honest. There was a lot of kind of uh, finagling to do with the Vatican Bank and all this yes. sort of stuff, wasn't it? Yes. It was all a bit. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm. I'm. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm here for all this bank stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. I, I'm. I'm with you. I. I also was kind of wandering around thinking, you know, The Godfather Part Three. As I remember, pretty good movie. Yeah. It's not really. It's kind of a bit boring. Sorry. I'm sorry, John. Uh, listen, we all hope Carlos Alcaraz. But the theory that that it was no good just because the Andy Garcia character is too good to. To be yeah. believable is no. Sophia Coppola's performance is so bad that she's it a, she's really his daughter. Matter. Yeah, really yeah. terrible. Really Why? Bad. What was so bad about it? Well, she's just not a very good actress. <laughs> Further evidence by the fact that she hasn't really acted in anything ever again. But she's a bloody good film director. So, she's a fine you know. film director. Yeah. Uh, either way, speaking of movies, Malky Clerken and I have a very special edition of the Murphy Mile Movie Club coming up tomorrow. We're talking to Hollywood sports movie non pariah Ron Shelton tomorrow about his new book. The Church of Baseball, The Making of Bull Durham, Home Runs, Bad Calls, Crazy Fights, Big Swings, and a Hit. And about his other sports movies, Tin Cup and White Man Can't Jump. So the guy has directed three of the 
best, most enjoyable sports movies out there. Uh, it's going to be really fun. So to hear that, you'll have to be on the Second Captain's World Service. Five euro a month gets you unlimited ad-free access to six shows every week. Go to secondcaptains.com for all the details. Uh, speaking of Malachy, he wrote such a wonderful piece on Saturday talking about the death of Eddie Butler that he sent me down a bit of a YouTube wormhole. Uh, Butler was such a brilliant commentator. He did so many brilliant, dazzling BBC montages, including a brilliant one at the end of London 2012, as, one, as well as one for, it seemed like, every Six Nations weekend for decades. But what I didn't know was that he was actually also a big supporter of Welsh nationalism. And I found this speech uh, either on YouTube or on Twitter, but it was released over the weekend. Here he is talking to, uh, or re-released, brought back to my attention uh, over the weekend. Here he is talking to a Welsh independence rally in Merthyr Tydville in 2019. Out of Westminster as it is, out of Westminster as it will be after all the convulsions and contortions What good will be coming the way of Wales? No good. Out of Westminster, nothing good will come from Wales. Oh, there may be some crumbs to take the edge off our defiance. But what real good? No good. Nothing. But nothing is good. Nothing is a blank canvas. Every small nation that has cast itself free of a neighbour, however mighty, has begun with a blank canvas. Holland, from the empire of Spain at its grandest. Finland, from the empires of Sweden and Russia. Estonia, Lithuania, Latvia, Belgium, Denmark, and above all, the free Irish state They all began. They all began with a blank canvas. The will to be free. Oh, Edmund, it can't be done. Well, here we are in Merthyr, birthplace of an uprising. And here's somebody from half an hour away from a place that's not really very Welsh, who joins you to say, yes, it can. Thank you. Bloody hell, that guy had such an unbelievable voice. <laughs> yeah, it's a good voice. Yeah. Free Irish state. Mm. Listen. You know, if, uh, you know, as long as there's no capital letter on free, we could... <laughs> we can take that. Yeah, that was a, a great speech. Eddie Butler, who died last... Thursday night. Now, all that remains for me is to say thank you to you, Ken. Thank you to you, Kira. And thanks to you for listening. And of course, the Second Captain's podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. What is that? It's the second time it's gone off. Never go home. They never go home. They never go home, those boys. The Second Captain's World Service. It is not war and death and famine. It's not that at all. It's the opposite of that. It's to persuade us of the world outside of that. That's why sport's important. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves 
without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.